Welcome to Black Sheep, Pink Unicorn, the podcast. I'm Jenica, and I'm going to be your tour guide on this wild ride of self-reflection. Today, we're going to spend our time getting prepped for next week's full moon. This morning, I was looking at the actual chart of the full moon, Uh, so we're going to go more off of that astrology chart than we are with cards and then bring some cards in at the end. So next week we have a full moon in Aries and Mars has been in Aries in retrograde. And this is where we're going to learn about planets. So for me, the planets are all characters. The zodiac signs are characters also. The houses are the settings. This is how astrology relates in my mind. Mars is fire, feisty, uh, you know, snappy. It would be a person who is easily irritated, um, focused on getting the things it wants done, right? So Aries somewhere is always burning towards its desire. And uh, sometimes it's met in the harsh reality of the world where it cannot attain those desires. And currently, uh, Mars and Aries together are in their favorite place to be because they're the same. Mars is Aries. All the planets associate to a zodiac sign and they would embody the same characters Uh, Some people call it like a parent and child, but sometimes it reminds me more of an older sibling relationship, not a parent. The planets are kind of crotchy. So if they're parents, then, you know, the fact that there's a lot of trauma in the world makes sense. Because if we're dealing with it like that, those are some horror stories. I mean, the planets have done some crappy things, you know, the planets are all named after gods. So it's like a long pattern of the story and all those characteristics of each story embody the planet or the zodiac sign. So Mars and Aries are the same. They're like big bro, little bro having the best time of their life, except Mars is stuck in this place it doesn't want to be. And this full moon, which is also in Aries, I mean, the moon in Aries is a hot temper also. It's someone whose emotions flare up fast. Um, My youngest son's moon is in Aries. And as soon as I found that out, it was like the world made so much more sense to me because he burns up real hot. Then he, you know, is over it. And I'm like, oh, little moon in Aries. The moon is our feelings, okay, our our emo-ness. A full moon is when it's at its peak emo, And now it's getting hit with a blast of Aries, okay? Whoa, baby. This full moon is a potent one. Before you go out in it, I suggest heavy coats of energy protection, you know, before you get out of your car, when your eyes open on October 1st, because it's happening at 5.05 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, But come on, guys. Fives, numerology mean change. We had a double five on a full moon in Aries. This one is a hot cake. It's going to feel like um, 
we've kind of been trying to find our balance, find our steadiness on that, you know, beam. Remember, I related it to American Gladiators. It's like we finally found the rhythm and nothing's coming to knock us over. Um, but next week, we also have Saturn turn direct, okay? And when Saturn turn direct comes, it's going to feel like the beam never even had a chance, like the entire fixture is annihilated. Saturn is going to rebalance scales for us, and that's going to come in off of the heels of this Aries full moon in house one, which is the house of self. Okay, so this is all about ourselves, our feelings in ourselves. And that is going to come around and it is going to, I told my husband that it's going to feel like um, we're, we finally balanced our scales, but Saturn Direct is going to drop a whole bunch of stuff on top of those scales really fast. And then it's going to have to balance out again. So next week, and when this full moon kicks off, and I'm sure into next weekend after that, we're going to feel like that part of the ride, okay, where we're like, woo, swinging in the beams. But that's not uh, going to last. It's not real. It's, um, it's a test, you know, for your soul to continue its lessons to learn. Um, how we act inside of that sway is going to direct, you know, our lessons coming into eclipse season, uh, coming into the end of the year. So this moon cycle with this full moon, pray for some patience. That's my cat knocking over Tupperware with eggs. Every time I do this podcast, Sunny needs to get involved. Awesome. They were not broken though. So we are all good. Um, so this full moon, pray for some patience to not get angry uh, when things go amiss because they will, you know, um, don't anticipate a mess. Wait to see what happens. Try and stay as present in the moment as you can. And that, my friends, is going to be a very complicated process, okay? Because there's millions of people rolling around the world not considering mindfulness or any of these practices that, you know, we go to yoga for, we go looking for in all of these services, reikis and crystals. There are people not looking for that, you know, and they are influenced just as heavily as someone paying attention. They just don't know, you know, and the energy is so hot and heavy and people are going to be fiery and mad and it's going to come out in the world projection mars is in house too for this full moon so we have the moon trying to go inside but mars trying to take action on the outside mars's job right now currently at this full moon point is going to be how to live in two worlds at once uh, so this is the first time we're going to hear me have to talk to one of my kids, but I have to tell him he can't get up now. Maybe he'll just come closer so I don't have to yell louder and you'll hear him. Uh, we have a rule in my house that if the light's not on, he can't get up, but he is completely not paying attention to that. 
let's see how close I'll come. He always wants to be on the podcast. He does ask for me to interview him. So maybe I will one day. He's got a really cute little voice. This is my Aries Mars too. Okay. You cannot get up now. You have to go back to bed left. Yeah, I was. I was. Okay. So Mars is trying to work outside of us. So how things are reflected in the world and what we want with value, things that we can have, tangible things. He is working to balance these two worlds of inside and outside. He's gathering information, but this moon is going to feel so personal on the inside that that's going to be a conflict sometimes, especially if you feel triggered, if somebody makes you feel uncomfortable or jealous or any of these, you know, normal human feelings, inadequate or drained or however you feel after, that is on purpose for us to finally align and balance into a new way of being. We've been waiting a long time for this opportunity, uh, but it's, you know, like any obstacle course, right? I don't lie when I compare life to American Gladiators because, you know, like they're were obstacles at that that last course you had to make it to make it through that's what the astrology kind of is and that's what this full moon wants to bring in so it's a tough week and the only way to make it through tough weeks is to stay calm you know that's the biggest message in the cards to take care of yourself to let go of the things that don't align you can't fit a square into a circle, even if at one point that square was a circle. And then maybe you just took it out of the puzzle one day and were like, hey, how did this piece go square? That stuff happens. But my advice is that if it turned square from circle, maybe if you put it down for a while, it might turn back to circle. The whole puzzle might change its shape. If it could change once, it can change twice. It can change three times. It can change forever. Remember, life is circular, okay? We're just flowing in and out into these places, these things they are coming. When the outside gets you, you go deeper inside. The fortitude is on the inside. We're really learning what community means, what relationships mean, and what we really want out of them. That's the gift this Libra season. We're going to gain some knowledge here with some great opportunities to get to these places in relationships or with ourselves too. Remember, relationships are to anything. They're not just to people. Depending on your chart, you might not be having people issues right now. Could be something else. Broaden the scale of what you consider a relationship when it comes to astrology and you will be able to connect pieces faster, you know, to learn the lessons, to stay calm. Because as much spiritual work as we do, as much as we want to ask the cards, as many times as we listen to an astrology report or look at the charts, we have to live in the moments. The cards can only prepare you for what to expect. And what we should expect next week is uh, shaky weather, right? Inside, picture it like a ride, okay? When it starts to come out, be like, oh, Jonica said it would be like this. And then picture yourself in your scale ride with your 
seatbelt and you know the ride will end and you're going to come off the ride. So you might as well have some fun. You know, I don't like rides personally. I get motion sick. So whoever sits next to me <laughs> might get thrown up on. And, you know, I tell people that to begin with. I don't uh, do that nervous energy very well. Uh, but, you know, we learn every time we go through it. So prepare yourself to do some hard work, to stay calm, stay present, and stay happy. Stay having a good time, right? How do we do that? I don't know, whatever makes you happy. You know, I can't tell you that. You got to figure it out for yourself. Half the time our lives are spent trading things that made us happy because they don't make us happy anymore or falling in love with things that made us happy that are true to our core. Growing up, that's the, the deal. You know, I think of it, for instance, like reading. I Reading was my first love. I could take a book anywhere and escape where I was. So I took books everywhere. I had books in the car, I had books everywhere. I would read at parties. I didn't care. I loved to read. As I had kids, you know, you run out of reading time. I joined a book club and shout out book club. We've been together for like 11 years now. And that kept me obligated to read. I didn't want to be the one who didn't read the book, you know, even though nobody cares. We don't even talk about books anymore. We've been together so long. We still pick them though. So when I go back to look for things to fill the well, I hit up books and wrestling first because those two always seem to do it for me. You know, uh, when there's powerhouse women, the whole butterfly seasons of title belt wrestling, I didn't watch and I didn't look. However, wrestling does always make me happy. And that was a vintage Randy Orton years, about 2006, seven, I think. And if you Google 2007 Randy Orton, you will not be upset with me. So wrestling always can bring me back to a state of feeling happy to be a human. And that's what we have to do. We have to revel in the things that make us happy to be a human. Remember that's not indulgent. It's not the whole pizza. It's the first three bites of pizza. You know, it is the laughing and the light and the love and the giddy and the, for me, mischievous, you know, Gemini moon, what can I say? Whatever gets your heart feeling happy, spend this weekend doing it. If you are spending this weekend doing stuff you don't want to do, you go into next week, you don't take any time before that full moon, even the day before the full moon, when we talk next week, you can be like, I should have, I should have filled the well. Find the time. You need it. It's going to be a doozy. Until next time, glitter up, buttercups. We've got a world to save. <laughs>